peace world, it's your man Head Crack, After Hours Podcast, Episode 4. Yeah, we back for more once again. How y'all doing? Y'all good? Great. Interesting time of my life, a lot of things going on, but we'll get to that later on. It's really about y'all, man. This is the moment where y'all can, like, you know, put your headphones on, whether you be on a train, whether it be on your whip, on your way somewhere, on your way from somewhere, and you can disconnect from the world for a second. And the two guests I want to offer y'all this episode are two gentlemen who really put an interesting spin on the world trap. Now, typically when you hear the word trap, you're thinking about, you know, somebody moving drugs out of, you know, an abandoned crib or something like that. But, yo... These two brothers showed me that there's more than one way to trap something. And these brothers are Chris Styles, who is the host of Trapping Anonymous. His podcast is actually one of the podcasts that made me be like, you know what? Yo, I'm going to do this for real. He really presented his podcast in a very unique, interesting way. If you ain't following my dude, uh, look up Trapping Anonymous. It's available wherever you get your podcast from, whether it be SoundCloud, whether it be the iOS podcast app, and I think he might even be on Stitcher. But it's a really solid, compelling, intriguing podcast. There's tons of episodes for you to dive into. So big shout out to him. We talking to him first. My second guest this week is a dude who's completely embodied trapping, you know, now, according to Yai, he's not the guy who invented it, but he definitely uh, is holding the torch right now. And I'm talking about the one and only Two Chains. He has an album in stores right now called Pretty Girls Love Trap Music. And uh, that dude is really living an interesting life right now. So, enough from me. Let's dive into it, man. Trapping anonymously with Chris Styles and Two Chains. Let's go. Knock me out, bro. Knock me out, bro. Yo, welcome into the After Hours podcast. It's a dude who. You know, I got introduced to your whole movement uh, from a friend of mine named Delano. And, like, okay. he just chills at home, takes weird road trips all over the world, and just listens to podcasts. And I he's see. like, yo, you got to listen to Trapping Anonymous. And then when I, when I, when I hear the name Trapping Anonymous, I'm thinking, ah, about drug culture. I instantly <laughs> like it already. I'm with that. <laughs> and then, then diving in, it's just like, oh, sweat. Nah, it's more to it than that. Yeah. So let's rewind the tape a little bit. Uh, one time, make some noise for my man Chris Styles. Yeah, what's poppin', boy? We good, we good. No doubt. It's good <laughs> to see another New Yorker out here getting it. Yo, that's a fact, yo. Yo, we coming back. You know what, son? And I and I was I was tweet, I was talking about this on Twitter the other day. Like, New York don't have where I could come out here and you got me up here. You know what I'm saying? You giving me a platform up here. That's love. You know what I'm right. saying? New York don't got that. I done been around all the radio people out in New York. I done, I have all these people around me constantly. They know you're doing some dope shit. They, they keep quiet. But why is that? Because you would think the mentality would be you leave a window open. Yo, I'm not going to bullshit you. Through. I was watching, Um, there was a Joey Badass interview on High 97. And, uh, okay, with, with and they, Peter Rosenberg. With, yeah, with Rosenberg yeah, and, Ebro. and Ebro. And Ebro just straight up was on some, these little niggas got to come take my spot. I'm just like... Or if they want this, they got to come get it. You know what I mean? Or they got to wait till we done. It's like, you, what are you doing? How is that pushing the culture for right. like the, the young, the young people? Like, and Joey Badass up there like, yo, listen, y'all got to start paving the way for the young people. Y'all got to start opening the doors for them like so they can have, you know what I'm saying, some room and they be the next motherfucker, uh, Ebro, be the next Rosenberg. Y'all hogging it. And there's room for you to still have your position. 100%. But you, sometimes you need other people around you just to make what you're doing even greater. I could be the dude at the door just sitting here just taking notes. Y'all don't have nothing. There's nobody up there doing that. Y'all just so busy on, oh, you got to come take it, come take it. It just creates a horrible thing for the culture, for us. You know what I'm saying? But to the point, to that same point, is like you got somebody that can hear some dope shit out in Atlanta and that camaraderie is just like love. You know what I'm saying? I called your phone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yo, what's up? What we doing? Like, because 
I felt that love and that energy from you. So, you know, I definitely appreciate that from you. Appreciate 100%. that. So, so let, let's get to the history of it, man. Like, uh, I mean, Trapping Anonymous. Mm -hmm. um, what conversation did you have with a person that made you be like, you know what? These stories need to be told, but we need to do it in a way where no one gets incarcerated, indicted, or locked up. So you know what's crazy? I've always been to, into like American Greed. I've always been into like Cocaine Cowboys. I've always, I love the fucking underworld. Mm -hmm. This shit is just amazing to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm just like most people. I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to take that route. You know what I'm saying? I would love the spoils of the shit, right. but I don't want to take that route. And that shit has always been enticing to me. But growing up in Brooklyn, I'm around scammers. I'm around drug dealers. I'm around, I grew up with these people. You understand? Mm -hmm. I just chose to take a different route like most people. So I've always been like, yo, we got to find a way to just like show this to the world. It's normal to us. We live in it. This is every day to us. But to like somebody in a corporate office or to like to somebody in, I don't know, Ohio or, you know, wherever, you know what I'm saying? Um, this is this is real good content. Man, people love danger without having to directly be in danger. So you mean so. you could tell me firsthand these, these experiences? And yeah, I want to feel like I'm in the hood too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just had to figure out a way to just like not get my people indicted. So, you know, I Yo, wanted to slow And you do a great job. And I do have to say, because like, you know, the first time I talked to you on the phone, I was like, Yo, like, is, such, is that one girl and blah, blah, blah on the gram? Like, <laughs> you, you protect your people. Like, I you, have you to, protect bro. them. Man. I like, have to. You know, people, so, and I didn't even think people was going to get so caught up into the who's who game. Uh -huh. But they just be like, Yo, who was that? And I was just like, Yo. And that damages my intent. Integrity, right? Because if I'm known for just like spilling the beans on everybody that come to the show, ain't nobody gonna come to the show. Absolutely. And give their real core stories, you know what I'm saying? So that's the main thing with me. And I think, uh, you know, like also, you know, we touched on it uh, via phone, man. Like, I mean, you're not even doing a podcast, really. Like, you're it's doing like legit journalism. <laughs> it's a lot. Geraldo Rivera for the streets minus like the empty <laughs> vault. You know what I'm saying? Yo, it's crazy. I don't think of it like that. You know what I mean? And we don't think of it like that because, um, like I said, it's every day to us. So I be with my my drug dealing friends. I be with my scammer friends. And they'll just be telling me stories. And I just really, I realized one day, I'm like, I'm thinking about these shits. I done left them hours. And I'm like, yo, this told me some crazy ass story. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm sitting there listening to them. And I'm like, yo, you got any more of them stories? Because I'm just so intrigued by these stories. Yeah. These everyday life stories. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, we got to figure out a way to put this on a platform and get it to a lot of people and just share that shit, you know what I mean? Before we even get deep into Trapping Anonymous and what it's all about, like prior to you doing this podcast or this or this this uh, this journalism, as I like to call it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you were a teacher yeah. at, at, at a public school. Right. And these kids were getting to the money. And like, there's nothing worse than knowing you're working hard and then seeing some schmuck. Like, Craziest you know, like, story, I had a kid court. come up to me. This is high school, I worked in an alternative school. So my kids was like 16, 17, 18. Um, I'm in the classroom and he's like, yo, Mr. Chris, you know, I don't, I don't, he could call me by my first name, I don't care, I'm young. Um, Mr. Chris, uh, let me ask you a question, what's up, son? How much you making up here? What you mean how much I'm making, man? It's none of your business, man. Ah, yeah, whatever, look outside. And this kid, I swear to God, he has the keys to like a Ferrari. And he like presses the button so the lights come on. He's like, I bet you can't get that way. I'm just like, Little bastard, like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but it's like these kids is out here. They renting cars. They doing all the, and these kids they get into the bag, man. Like credit credit card scams hit Brooklyn 
like an epidemic. Like that shit was like a plague. It was hitting everybody. Like Nothing. you know I mean the credit card scams been around for a long time mm. now. Like uh I was actually listening to uh Ice T talk about it recently mm. and he's like, you know, the chips is kind of changing the game a little bit. But I mean, is it slowing the game down a lot, lot or is what slowing the game down? Like the fact that now they're, they're chipping the cards and like you kinda gotta have like the card present. Like have we gotten past that now? Listen, you always gonna have a hustle, man. You always they always gonna figure out a, a better way to do some shit. You know what I'm saying? There's even ways to get the chip now. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and you go to different places and swipe. Oh, I, I, I can still swipe. It's lit. And they going right into it. You know what I'm saying? Or they got the self-swipe. There's always going to be a way around that shit, bro. They can create whatever they want to create. The only thing that I heard that might be a rap for is like they said sometime in the future, they're going to have everything go by like your thumbprint. Yeah. That's the only way I think you're going to stop be this shit. Because cats walking around, but... Yeah, you... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, beyond that, though... Like, you, could, you, could, you could duplicate anything, bro. When you think about what creates these conditions mm -hmm. in which the trapping has to happen... Yeah. I mean, especially as it relates to New York City, a mm -hmm. place that, you know, I'm proud to call home. That's a fact. But it's Bronx a rip-off. New York, what up, Bronx? New York City is a rip-off. Like, yeah, 100%. It's, it's not even a state. It's a company. Yeah. You know, like... It's a business. No one can afford to live there. No. People are caught in a box and they don't even know it. That's no. why, like, so many people come to visit... Me, like, you know, when I lived in Dallas, people used to come and visit me, and he would send for their shit. Then they would leave New York. Like, my brother just left New York a week and a half ago to move yeah. to Dallas, because he's like, he's What's the point? He's tired of the fuckery. What's the point? Hey, hey, man, I love the city, man. Mm. I love that shit. We grow such a big love for the city, bro. Mm. Like, it's like, we, we know... Y'all can have y'all big ass house. Y'all can have y'all open roads. You can have your backyard, man. But can you go get a chopped cheese in the deli right now? No. Can you go down the block and get turkey? Uh, What's and, Publix closed? It's a rap you know what I mean? over here. Like, you feel me? <laughs> yeah, nah. I, like, and it's a luxury to that. That's what we paying for. We not paying for to be comfortable. We paying to be lit. You know what yeah. I mean? We paying to... You can still do something at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just... It don't stop. New York is like a person. It's abusive at times. Oh, my God. Takes advantages of you. Mm -hmm. Charge you uh, 15, 16 bucks to go to Jersey on yeah. accident if yeah. you miss your turn. Yo, but, it's but a relationship. So many people deal with the abusive relationship. So these hustles come through. Yeah. You know, whether you're talking about the drug game. Yeah. Whether you talk about the back page game. Yeah. Whether you talk about the credit cards yeah. games. Which creates these stories. And what I like about the podcast is the fact that uh, you don't celebrate the, the actions. You know what's funny? What I, how I like to look at it is... Hey, my podcast may turn you off completely. My podcast may turn you on. My podcast may just educate you and just make you feel like, okay, maybe that's something I could do. Or maybe that's something I don't want to do. But it gives you the education. These topics is taboo. People don't want to talk about it. Or they got to be secret. Or this person might indict me. Or this person might hold this over my head. This creates, this is a platform where somebody could be fully disclosed about Everything people want to know about the underworld, you know what I'm saying? And, hey, it may motivate somebody to go ahead and do it. Okay, but here's the right way to do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, some, oh, no, I got to do what? I got to go to jail? Jail is like, what? I, got, I ain't doing that shit. You know what I mean? And I think that it's always something positive to take away from it. That's why another one of my slogans is, I just try to keep your little mans off the street. Yeah. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, somebody's going to hit. I've gotten emails, people hitting me up, and they just like, yo, man, thank you. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to touch that world, but hearing that person's story, I was like, hell no. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's rewarding, bro. And, and a cool thing is like, you know, all the places that it's been able to go. I mean, like I've, I've heard, you know, the credit card scam is mm -hmm. the drug dealers, mm -hmm. the back page escorts, the strippers, yeah, yeah, yeah. the cheating from the male perspective, the cheating from, from the female perspective, <laughs> it's a HIV lot. anonymous. Yeah. So 
these guests, mm -hmm. are these people that you all know in your personal life or these people that reach out to you? Hey, man, it started off with just like people that I um, knew. It's entertainment, by the way. But it started off with people that I knew. Um, and then people just started reaching out. Could you imagine hearing a story and knowing you have one that could affect more people or just it, it directly affect someone on a different level? Or hearing somebody else's story and just being like, yo, whoa, I could tell it this way. Or I've been through this or I've been through that. You know what I mean? So it started off with people that I knew. Then it turned into... Hey, uh, Chris, love the podcast, this, that, and the third. What do you think I have, this, this, that, and the third? I want to talk about it. Now, is there a burden that comes with holding the information, having the identities of these people? Because, like, with some of the information that's been gotten, like, it surprises me yeah. that somebody from some sort of government agency <laughs> hasn't reached out to you like, yo, Chris, yeah. like, I really need the unaltered tapes of interview A, B, C, or D. Yeah. So you, you got to think about it. Um, Worst case scenario, in my opinion, I write a script. I tell my little cousin to read off the script. He reads off the script, and you know, that's how I get every episode. It's no real way to say, you know what I'm saying? And that's why I always uh, preference it with it's only entertainment. Please don't get us indicted. It's, a, it's entertainment at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? So we try to cover our bases that way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's like unaltered tapes. I type these scripts up, man. Got you. <laughs> totally got you. So when you're not doing the Trapping Anonymous podcast, okay. I mean, who is Chris Styles away from that microphone? Oh, man. Um, I like to look at myself like a personality. I, I do a lot of like, uh, I'm a host. I host Henny Palooza. It's like a... Uh, it's like an open bar, Hennessy party. We, uh, we've we been around the country now. Been, we're doing 22 cities this year. Uh, we already done Miami. We already done... Uh, we did New Orleans for All-Star Weekend. We're out here, actually, for Henny Palooza. That's tomorrow. Um, so I'm, I'm hosting all around the country with uh, Henny Palooza and uh, just a bunch of other stuff that goes on in the city. And um, during the day, I'm a guidance counselor. Word. <laughs> yeah. So, like, do the people that you do guidance counselor work for, do they know about, like, the alter ego? Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm like Batman in that mother Working anonymous <laughs> I had uh, one of my videos Had went viral from some chick Dancing on me Okay I, I see the video with the suit on Yeah, yeah, yeah. so um, that, that video went crazy I walked into work the other day And everybody's looking at me like It's like they want to say something But they don't know how to like start the conversation So right. it's like And I'm just like Yeah what's up <laughs> So you know And then I'll have students come to me like You're not low Mr. Chris I'll be like, yo, come on, man, work, chill, chill. You know what right, I mean? Like, right. just don't don't make it hot, don't make it hot. But I don't know. I just think it's going to reach a level one day where it's just going to be like the jig is up. When I used to watch, like, Superman, it's like, yo, these people are so dumb. Like, this nigga just has glasses on. Just, yeah, it's just glasses. <laughs> and and He-Man and Prince Adam, the only difference was He-Man had a tan. <laughs> like, it was no different. But this is real-life superhero shit. I mean, but that's dope that you're able to, like, juggle both things and still pull it off. No, so thank God for that. Uh, we was talking off the grid how, like, you know, initially, like, you wanted this whole podcast to be, like, maybe four episodes. Yeah, I thought this shit was going to fail. I was actually in Colombia. I've always, like I said, I was always been enticed by the underworld and shit like that. But um, I was in Colombia. I'm actually getting a massage out there. Um, sounds like mad cliche, but um, I had no phone. You know, I had lost my phone in San Francisco. We had a show out there, and um, I couldn't even call nobody. You know what I mean? I couldn't even hit nobody up, not to mention there was no service. You know what I'm saying? I just had a lot of time with myself. But getting a massage actually was the only time I had an opportunity to think, 
I had nothing else to do. My mind was completely clear. And I swear to God, it came to me like an epiphany. Like, I'm, uh, I wanted to do Trappers. But I wanted to do it anonymously. I think I'm going to call it Trapping Anonymously. That's how I did. Naturally, that's but, what I, you know what I mean? Do you realize like, how much effective we would be as a society if we all could just disconnect like that sometimes? Yo, We're always like, doing something. Yeah. Like, You're always on your phone. You're always with you your lady. As soon as you get in the elevator, like, mm -hmm. facing the phone. Mm -hmm. As soon as you at the stoplight at the car, you know, facing bro, the phone the whole time. Bro, and, and it really forced me to get more massages. It really forced me to meditate more. Right. It really forced me to spend more time with myself. A lot of people don't know who they are because they spend no time with themselves. They spend time with family, friends, they on the phone, on the video games, on watching movies, always occupying your brain. Your brain just doesn't have time. My brain was just, and it was like this, back to back to back to back. And I'm like, wow, I need to lose my phone more often. You so know what I mean? When you, when you say Columbia, you're talking like Medellin? Like, like, uh, like Cartagena. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, dope, yeah. dope. So by the time the plane lands, when you get back in the States... Yo, I went right to Guitar Center. I said, what do I need to start a podcast? The guy told me, I bought two microphones, I bought an interface, I bought two mic stands, I had a laptop, I downloaded GarageBand, and I got it popping in my crib. Nice. Straight up. So out of all the guests that you've had on Trapping Anonymous, <laughs> female guests, okay. which one would you most want to holler at in real life, like off the grid? That's a great question. Thank you. <laughs> this dude is this dude is good. Um, off the grid, probably. Damn, episode two. That's what I was saying. The girl who like dude just be she buying us. So lost. Really, she like, was just so lost in my opinion, uh, and um, I feel like it was a process, a building process for her. And I'm the I'm the kind of character where is I want to work with people. I don't want like uh, uh, people that know it all, and I don't want them to think that I necessarily know it all. But if I see the potential there for someone, and it's like you can come out of this, and you can Captain Save a whole type shoot, you know what I mean? <laughs> just I just feel like it was just so much room for growth and just building with that particular female. It's just like you just she sold herself short a lot, you know what I mean? And um, you know, I just I probably will highlight her off the grid. Yeah, we will cape. For anybody who looks savable. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Like, We're suckers. Yo, every time. But that's our job, right? Like, yeah. that's our job. The first thing when you get a lady that you really like, a lady that you really enjoy, the first thing you try to do is you build her up. Right. You know what I'm saying? You teach her things. And I always tell people, I, I tell every any woman, you know what I'm saying? Even if you don't end up with me, don't ever, end, don't ever go to somebody or end up with somebody that's not able to teach you anything. I don't care how much they buying you. I don't care how much they take you out. I don't care how much good they look, how fire the sex is. If they're not teaching you something on a regular basis, that person's not for you. Have you ever met Amber Rose? She said the exact same thing. Really? Yeah, like she came in here and said the exact same wow, thing. Wow, I'm Amber day. Rose. Damn. <laughs> no, <laughs> nah, that's, but, but I mean, that's how but, I feel, but, man. But that was real talk even coming from her. Wow. Like, I mean, it's about a compatibility factor. Like, if you're with somebody who can't help you elevate, and if you're with somebody who you can't help elevate... What are we doing? Yeah. Like, y'all wasting each other's time. What are we doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, I used to... Man, there was this one lady I used to see back in the day, mm -hmm. and it was like, she's a sweet girl, but mm -hmm. like, we were toxic for each other. We did the opposite of building each other up. Yeah. And took us breaking up... To, finally realized that. And it's, it's funny, right? Once you're with the person, you can't imagine yourself without the person, right? Right. And it's like, nah, I can't believe like life without the... And you, you leave that person and life gets better. Yeah. It gets so much better. Nah, and people it's like, say you, are, you stick with the devils you know. Damn. Why? 
People don't like change, man. Yeah. We creatures of habit. Uh-huh. If your habit is getting beat, you're gonna stay getting beat because that's you, you've, you've grown accustomed to it. They call him a, a glutton for punishment. Like being a <laughs> Knicks fan. Oh my God, no! Yeah, I think I think I really think Knicks fans have mental illness. We're sad masochists. Yeah, we like abuse. Yeah. This is, you enjoy that shit. This abuse has been going I, on I, I, since like the late 70s, but I, I don't you, remember that. Are you Knicks? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I cannot do that to myself. You're a Nets fan? No, I, I love myself too much. I like whoever's winning. <laughs> you get involved in the very end. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. Too stressful. I'm a That's too stressful, bro. I'm a Knicks fan, but like, as it relates to like, yeah, like the seasons, I, I pick at the end. <laughs> yeah, I can't Final do it. Because I know what the Knicks I are can't. not going to do. I know, know. I know when they're not going to be in June. Or fat. So yeah. you just, you know, you invest at the end because I, you, you people look crazy. Big time. As uh, this whole thing rides on, um, you know, Trapping Anonymous, do you loop back around and talk to some of your earlier guests at some point in the game just to one, make sure they're still alive? Because, like, there's some people who, like, I would like to learn about the further adventures of. Mm. Like, those, uh, those scammers who, like, was about to get raped right before they got bailed out of jail. <laughs> that was an interesting story. It does, I don't think we've seen the last of them, like, in yeah, trouble yeah. with the law. Like, no, no, actually, I don't even want to give it away because you just gave me a great idea. So, yeah, but I def- I'll definitely bring them back on the show. And um, what they're doing now will definitely probably blow your mind. Um, okay. You know, it's, it's funny. Everyone that I've ever interviewed, I always felt like even in the end, they just tried to defend what they was doing. And um, they couldn't see themselves without it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it just becomes such a big part of you. But next for Trapping Anonymous, Ben, you, you're probably going to get exclusive now. It's just Trapping Anonymous live. And I'm just talking about interviews with a scammer straight up. Medieval style, like coming through with the hoods on the head. Yeah, with the With the backdrop. And you, you can't even see it. They coming through with the chains on. And, you know, you just talking to them. It's only entertainment. Don't get us indicted. So don't bring no police to the to the live show. But uh, right. <laughs> yeah. yo, I, I can't wait to see the next phase, man. I'm happy we was able to get, you know catch up on the ground yo, floor. You the man for this, bro. Real talk. I believe in what you're doing, man. Yeah. And I wish you continued success, man. If people who are, are, are maybe just hearing about your podcast for the first time, where do they go? What's the best place for them to subscribe? And uh, all that. All right. So it's Trapping Anonymous on SoundCloud. TrappingAnonymous.com. Uh, you can add me on. Twitter, Instagram, at Chris Styles is C-H-R-I-S-T-Y-L-E-Z-Z. Trapping Anonymous is T-R-A-P-P-I-N without the G. Anonymous, I'm not finna spell anonymous right now, but Trapping Anonymous without the G, all one word. Uh, you can look at it on iTunes Podcast. You can look at it on SoundCloud and TrappingAnonymous.com. And just check out them, uh, the, those episodes, man. I'm sure you're going to find something you love, something you like, and you're going to find some shit that you hate. But either way, you know, it's all good. Hit me up. Let me know. I love okay. it. Now, I'm not sure if I caught this ever on a podcast, but have you ever been in trouble with the law? I have, but it, it wasn't, um, ironically enough, it was mistaken identity. Yeah, they um they just locked me and my, a couple of my friends up. We was in jail for about three, four days just because we fit the description. Like when when you was a teenager? Yeah, I was um eighteen and I was just entering college, and the day before I was gonna leave to go back upstate to school, they had locked me up. But um yeah, and first time I'm actually admitting this, but um I set myself up the day before. Earlier that day, to do some big scam shit. So this kind of saved you for probably being someone who's interviewed by a bizarre world version of yourself. Traveling anonymous, man. Well, damn. Wow. 
Well, I'm glad the trajectory worked <laughs> the way it did and like yeah, yeah, yeah. did do that scam. You never you, you never know why you in it while things are happening, but it's always for a reason. You just gotta play it out. That review mirror is something else, ain't it? My man. Yo, there it is, man. Chris Styles, Trapping Anonymous, man. Be sure you follow him on social media. And also, man, the Henny Palooza parties. Yeah, I knew a yo. girl that was coming from St. Louis. <laughs> dead ass. No, they love it, man. Yo, it's like a it's sold out. It be, it, we had sold out shows like everywhere we've been. I mean, people love Hennessy. They love the culture. They love a good time. But we definitely going to bring you in here tomorrow so you get a uh, taste of what it's like bringing around the family. Oh, it's going down, baby. One time, man. Chris Styles. You already know, man. Henny up. <laughs> word up and because Chris Styles is a man of his word and so am I I actually pulled up on Henny Palooza the very next day with my peoples it was me four eyes started cam my homie 13 and uh Listen, it was everything he said it was going to be. It was crazy. It was debauchery, uh, people drunk, people leaning on walls, great music being played, people shooting Hennessy out of water guns, free Hennessy. I mean, the event was lit. I think I gave a motivational speech to some people who actually went to like Howard University with my sisters. I mean, it seemed motivational at the time because I was slightly twisted, but, you know, it is what it is. So, uh, big shout out to Chris Styles, man. A lot of big things coming that brother's way. Check out his podcast, Trapping Anonymous, available now, which brings us to the next trap-up. My man, 2 Chains. He has a brand-new album out right now called Pretty Girls Love Trap Music. And truth be told, 2 Chains is one of the hardest-working dudes in the game. The day before the interview, he was in the studio all night. He was shooting videos in the whole nine. He came through real early to knock out the interview, and you can hear it in his voice a little bit. But he comes alive towards the end, man. So take this ride with us. Two chains, head crack after hours. Ladies and gentlemen, one time for the homie. Two chains. Woo! <laughs> I know it's early. How are you feeling right now, man? Um, I feel good. I was up all night recording. I had a video shoot yesterday at the Trap House. But, um, you know, I'm still working. I'm still a work in progress. Trap House doing numbers. Album doing numbers. Merchandise doing numbers. Everything's a blessing. Man, at what point do you get to sit back and like enjoy any of this? Because it seems like at any given time, you're always working, always doing a feature, always on the road. Yeah. Um, I think for me, um, I, it's a situation where I enjoy working. You don't have to make me, you don't have to make me go to work. You know what I mean? So I enjoy that as far as um, soaking it all in. Um, I think about that all the time. I don't do it enough. For me, I just I, I try to use my time wisely. So um, as far as just taking the time that I have and not doing anything with it, I'm not um, fully I'm not fully into that right now. So you know, for me, I enjoy. I get a rush out of working. I get a rush out of being successful. I get a rush out of receiving, you know, text messages from my peers telling me, you know, what I'm saying keep going, and you know things of that nature. So you know, that's that's just the drive that I have. Or now, now, how big do we go with the tour? Like, are, are we talking MC Hammer big? Is it like a, a 15 piece choir? Like, how big is the trap house? Like, I mean, like. You know, anything from between, you know, 25 and 5,000 seaters where, um, you know, I give them that whole experience. I give them that, that, that sauce to buy as far as the merchandise. You know, I do very well in that category. And then, as far as the experience of coming to a show, seeing. Um, some of their favorite songs perform, plus the new album. A new album is is uh, it does very well performing wise, and so being able to do that with the trap choir to just add that little sprinkle to it, I think it just gives them you know an, 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 a real experience. And so that's you know like I said, that's what I'm here for. 
Um, and you just never know with me who I bring out. You know what I mean? Each night is just about, yeah. you know, surprising the fans. So make sure you get your ticket. The one in Atlanta is sold out. So we're thinking about, um, we're trying to add another date to Good. it. So, yeah. Now, on a Saturday night, uh, you know, like you get a chance to celebrate a little bit of the 2 chains excesses. And I know, like, you've been privy to some of the most expensive things in the world, you know, mm. with that uh, video series. You talked about having a $3,000 microwave. Now, as a mm. person who spends a considerable amount of time at Home Depot looking mm. at microwaves, trying mm. to upgrade my home situation, <laughs> what the fuck does a $3,000 microwave do? I need details. I said the same thing because it doesn't heat the same way. I mean, it, I mean, it's not like it's so, you know, when I first got my um, new home, like I bought my home before I, you know, like black people, you get some money and you be like, uh, I don't know how long I'm going to have money or mm. how long I'm going to keep getting money. So let me just buy this situation right now um, because, you know, you just, it's just a, a mentality that a lot of black people have. Like, instead of just knowing that this is meant for you, you don't have to worry about God taking it away. Like, this is your mm. chance. This is, you know what I mean? So, you know, the earlier me, you know, I'm talking, this is like 2012, just before my first album dropped, I bought my mama a house first. Boom. Like, you know, you want to get her straight because your yeah. mentality is anything happening to me, I can like go go back home to mom. You know what I right. mean? So I, right. bought mom, I bought mom a house first. And even though it wasn't like, you know, a huge house, I just bought it You know I had a deed Yeah And then like um, You know I bought my house first You know what I mean And then, then I bought my house And my house was like You know this this um, You know it's a nice house You know what I mean It had like this Big area for a refrigerator A stove Microwave Like I had to really like Go in and do some um, Up you know Some changes to the spot and Which I love doing And so When I went to doing measurements For these spaces I'm like You know what the hell goes in this space, you know what I mean? And so the people tell me, I'm like, bro, you going, you can't go to no Home Depot, whatever. <laughs> right, thinking right. Thinking you finna, you know what I mean? And so, um, you know, I get this fridge and it's this side-by-side -side fridge and it's, it's, it's see-through. Literally, like, you can, like, you don't have to open it. It's I like, saw the commercial for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's this is like dope. 2012, you know, so it was going for, like, I don't even know what. It was crazy. So it was like, you know, this huge, you know, so the freezer side is like, you can't see through that. But as far as the fridge side, it's like, you know, the whole thing is see-through. You can just look through, you know, I still open it, you know what I mean, and look in it <laughs> right. just to make sure, you know what I mean? And then, like, the stove came, and it's really like touchscreen. You'd be like, beep, beep, and that's how, you know, it's like like <laughs> Apple or something. Right, like, right. So, you know what I mean? And then, like, and so I was cool. I'm like, cool. And then, and then I had to order the microwave. And them people told me, say, the microwave going to be. 29, whatever. So I'm thinking 30. It didn't even sound right. Right. For a microwave. <laughs> them folks say, no, no, no. 3,000. I said, so what does this microwave do? You know? What what does this microwave supposed to do? And they said, and I'm telling them, man, I can get a regular microwave, but when only this particular microwave would fit, fit in, in that the, yeah, measurement. Uh, yeah. In the spot. So it wasn't a microwave stove combo, just a microwave. Oh dollar. no, these things are separate. Even the, even the um the hood of the stove. That's how I start. Like, I'm able to look at people's kitchen and be like, oh, I, I'm able to go in your kitchen. Right. Like, oh, you having money. Right. I like, like, because right. I've, I've bought kitchen appliances before. And so I, I'm, I'm like, you, you can know, identify I'm fluent that. in like appliances and Viking and, and all these other, you know, you know, brands. And so like, I'm able to come in there and be like, from your hood or your, your stove, like, okay, you, you making a couple dollars for yourself. So that's all it was. But it's very true. I'm glad you heard that. No one ever, like, really like check me about that but yes i do have a 
a $3,000 microwave. That is very wow. impressive because, like, yeah, you know, you could buy a $50 microwave. But does but it like cook faster? No, that's what I'm telling you. I need them people to come back out and check it <laughs> because I still have to warm it up twice. Oh, that ain't good. That ain't worth it, nothing. The only thing, I mean, it does these little small things like, you know, beeps when they're done. But I think every microwave does that. Right. So, yeah. Just to see how long you've been in the game, but to still have your competitive edge, it's a dope thing to see. People lose their hunger when they get things. Yeah. You are in that category of school of people that somehow manages to figure out how to rap better with yeah. each album. What keeps the fire lit under your feet? Um, I still, uh, I'm still a fan of the music. I still enjoy learning. Um, I want to be better. I don't believe in glass ceilings. I don't think I've reached my pinnacle. I think I'm better than a lot of people, but I don't want to seem like I'm not humble. So I try to walk this thin line between confidence and cockiness. And mm -hmm. I've always thought I was this good. It just took time for people to, um, or for me to connect the dots with the people. You know what I mean? So I they felt like, catch on. yeah, I felt like I had a lot of respect for my peers early on, but like I just couldn't get through to a lot of fans because once, you know, once they locked in on something, it's kind of hard, you know what I mean, to get them to see the light. And I didn't want to seem like I was a hater. So for me, it was about being patient, it was about being consistent, and it was about showing improvement on any and everything that I got on. And I think I've been doing, you know, pretty good with that. And then, you know, the change of the mindset around, you know, the top of 2016 and the 2015 is just like I reset everything within myself. Man, 2 Chains, I really admire your hustle and your grind. You know, you came from the DTP camp. Definitely. My girl Shauna's still working, but when, yeah. you know, it's not a visible situation. Mm -hmm. I don't know where I-20 at. Mm -hmm. Chingy, I don't know where he at. You know what I'm saying? I know he in St. Louis, but you just blew up and took off. And I'm just proud of you for constantly going and hustling to get yours. Thank you. you I know? appreciate that. Oh, and one more thing. Um, you turned the trap house into an HIV testing center? Yeah. Can you explain the importance of that to everybody, to you? Um, you know, AIDS is very real. Yes, um, it is. And although there are drugs that allow you to extend your lifespan when you have contracted mm -hmm. the the virus is still uh, a need to know your status. It's still a need to understand the recklessness of your actions. Mm. And so... Um, just doing something, you know, positive with the platform and bringing people together That's amazing. under a positive roof. Mm -hmm. And so we had around, you know, 80 to 100 people get tested at the trap house. You mm -hmm. know, they pulled up in the truck, mm -hmm. uh, the HIV truck, whatever. And it was right on the spot. They pricked you and, you know, which is which is different. And, and they let you know your status on the spot. You know what I mean? And Atlanta is like, I'm not sure what the... Uh, percentages is but it's people here that have AIDS. Yeah, yeah. You know? I think it's a kind of high percentage in yeah. Atlanta especially. Mm -hmm. Are you shocked at the overwhelming turnout of people who just keep pulling up to the trap to get their selfies in? It's just a new way of marketing, you know what I mean? It's it's, it's interactive marketing. It's it's an experience like I told you with the with the tour when I told you when dealing with me, I never wanted to be Reggie. I never wanted to be regular. So yes. With, with 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 my album cover being pink, I thought I was gonna start something. I knew iTunes was gonna be pink one day. I knew I knew my timeline was gonna be pink. I knew it. Like I knew, you know, I just I just, you know, a lot of these things I vision and as far as the actual house where you could come to, I I never picture people coming from, you know, New York, Australia, some of the places I've you know, California that I've heard they came. 
um, to actually take a picture. It's, it's one of the top ten Snapchat locations in the world right now. Mm. And so, no, I didn't. I can't say that. That's all God. Those are things that you can't plan. Right. The planning part is we're going to have a trap house. We're going to paint it pink. We're going to do these such things. As far as everything else, that's just like high power. And it seems like you, you figured it out constantly. Like, I mean, everything from the dabbing Santa sweaters. Mm. <laughs> right. Eventually you flipped and, like, you know, used that money for a positive spin Definitely. and, like, things you're doing with your current merch. Are these ideas you all think of yourself or is it Definitely. like... Definitely. Definitely. It's like when you come from, like, um, the, the streets, so if you come from, like, being a, um, a trapper or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, for me, I never... One thing I can recall is no one ever doing that for me in my neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like... What we do with the um, with the Christmas concerts, we did about seven or eight of those that really went on the radar. Where we had free Christmas concerts, and all you had to do was bring a toy. And then the next day, you know what I'm saying? I went around. You know what I'm saying? We went around like 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 Santa Claus with U-Hauls and dropped off all these toys in the neighborhood. You know what I mean? Nobody saw that. Nobody. You know, we didn't really care about Snapchat. You know what I mean? That was just a thing that we did. So everything, you know what I mean? That I do. As far as coming from the streets, as far as getting money, I know I gotta, I gotta bust it down in the streets. I gotta give some back. You know, this is yes. my way of tithing. You know what I mean? Yes. This is my way <laughs> of, of you know, going to church, but in, in the streets. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, when you when you sit up and you tell somebody, um, like I told my girl, like like she like this is crazy, but I'm like, you know, it's a few people I told this to. Like early, but she telling me like when you tell somebody something like this seven months ago, it's hard to see what you see. You know what I mean? You know I'm telling people like I'm gonna have this house and I'm gonna have it. You know like I'm gonna make it beautiful. I'm gonna make everything about the trap beautiful. Like I'm gonna make that connotation like beautiful. And I felt like pink was the word association to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so. It's like you vividly paint pictures of things that was going on in your former life. Yes. Like, you know, like you kind of just like, you know, threw all these thoughts in a box and just compartmentalized it to you when you needed to pull it out. Like, can you think back, what was the night or the event or whatever that happened that made you be like, you know what? I'm done with this aspect of my life. I'm going full speed ahead with this other stuff. Uh, yeah, you can ask my friends. I woke up... Um Cause we was trapping at our studio on on, on on national. Like people knew that it wasn't a secret. Luda knew that. DTP knew that. Like you know what I mean. The streets knew that. And uh, you know, cause we was riding foreign cars and everything. And, and it, it wasn't like we was getting shows and everything. And we wasn't like. And we went to the lot to get them. So it was. Um, I, I I don't know. I just felt like one day I woke up and I said, uh, "I'm going cold turkey, man. I, I don't." I don't want to, you know, I don't want to sell bags no more. You know what I mean? And a lot of my friends thought Are I was playing. <laughs> yeah, they thought I was playing. Because, like, at this time, I was the only one that had the plug on the gas. And I don't care what none of y'all say around here. <laughs> I was the one that had the Cali plug on the gas. You right, know what I mean? Right. And, 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 and people know, like, that's why, like, people don't really check my resume. Because I done served you or your mom or your aunt <laughs> or something like that. So right. a lot of you people got, like, I've served you in your lineage, like genetically. If I ain't served you directly, I served somebody like, in your somebody family, somebody in your blood. <laughs> yeah, somebody. So, so you know what I mean. And I just woke up one day, and then it was it was shortly after I think going on tour with um with Wayne, I was able to pick up on his work at the after like having a number one album, um, being a millionaire and still you know working every night. And I wasn't a millionaire. I didn't have a number one album, but I had a studio. But I wasn't working every night in that aspect. You know what I mean? Right. And so. 
I just really put all my faith in God because I always knew like I had like the juice of what it took. Like people that's in the NBA or like the successful in rap, like they didn't just say, man, I don't know how I got here. Right? Man. It's just like, <laughs> listen, you know, you know, I don't like, like, that's why I'm like, I know people like have this dream of being a rapper who, but, but like deep down inside, when you look in the mirror, Brad, did you know, like, did like, yes. did you know, like something like, yeah. I don't, it's, I walk in the room to climb. I'm the, yeah, you it, just know. It's just no. So, so like people, I'm not going to, say like I am going to say listen to yourself like your intuition like your conscience is very yes. real so like when you look in the mirror and you, and you be like oh, all, I, all I need is some chains and a watch and I can be like this person like don't play no, yourself don't play. you you will lose a lot of money yes. and then just trying to think that like this is easy, like you know like so for me it was like you know basketball is my first love and then I started doing music and all this stuff but deep down inside I knew I was going to be an entertainer right. when I walked in the room I changed the climate yes. people turned their heads people <laughs> Yes. complimenting me on certain things this was early on so I knew I had something it wasn't like I knew I had something and right. and and so that's what me waking up one day just going cold turkey like man you know what I mean I don't you know I don't sell bags no more you know that was hard for me like to have to go out and like buy a sack this morning you know because I'm right. having it like, <laughs> right. like it was a hard adjustment for me guys trust me you know what I mean like it was hard but you know I did it and now I use the word trap which is you know really associated with the hustle of uh, in and out kind of thing I try to use the negative part and just tell them you can really you know trap anything like you know girls you got Girls selling hair weave. This, this, you know, what I mean, you got girls selling. Uh, what's the girl selling spandex? This, you got China. This, you got just China trapping <laughs> like a fool. Yes. Tra she trapping box. Yes, okay. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like, you know what I mean. You know whatever. You know what I mean. And so for me, it was like important to use my album which is very successful at the moment and let's be clear like all albums are successful you know what Ooh. I mean so for me to still be going hard have a successful album I was able to piggyback some ideas work with some cool people like Spotify of course Street is X my uh, management team and uh, you know of course God he always at all the meetings you know what I mean and just like and we were able to shock the city with something they hadn't seen before and that's what we normally do like we always move the cultural needle a little bit inch by inch whether we get recognition from or not at the end of the day who do you wish was still around to see all this oh my daddy no doubt about it that was i could do that quicker pop i could do that quicker than that you know what i'm saying so he was the one i mean it wasn't like we we he we grew up together but like when my dad you know got out of prison i moved him in with me and we stayed together for maybe you know what i mean i'm not sure seven to ten, you know his seven last seven to ten years of his life you know what i mean mm -hmm. and so like right before my first album dropped he passed so, you know how they say, you know, he's here, he's watching you, you know, cool. But, like, I wish he was, like, here, here. like, I could take him, here, like, yeah. on the yes. plane. Because, my like, I forgot, like, well, I, you know, I wasn't around. So, my dad was in the Army. He used to, like, do the airborne stuff, like, jump out of planes. And I totally forgot, even though he had, like, this tattoo on his arm of a parachute and blah, blah, blah. So, I say, hey, Pop, when I get this money now. You ain't gonna be scared to fly. What's it? Why I used to jump out of the airplane? What the hell you talking about? <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just like, you know what I mean? I just miss, you know, somebody like that. And then yeah. for, for I don't have any siblings. I'm, you know, super only child, like in every way. Like trust issues. Don't Ooh. hang out with a lot of people. Sound like you me. don't see me with a lot of rappers. Like I don't laugh at jokes that's not funny. <laughs> I don't got time really yes. for none of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so he would have been someone that could have, you know, and me and him weren't like best friends because I couldn't tell him everything. But that's kind of like, would have been my partner, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Uh, speaking of, you know, you say you don't hang around a lot of rappers. Recently, it was photographed well. You and your family went to go see Kanye West over the weekend. Okay, a basketball game was had. <laughs> yeah. You got one friend. Who okay. wins that basketball game between you and Kanye West one on one? It seems like he's always suited up somewhere. No, uh, me and him was on the same. But yeah, I, you know, I will, I will, I will Kanye. He knows that. Yeah, he knows that. But it's like we played on the same team. He can play, but I, you know, I'm better than him. Like in a game of twenty one, what would you mm. assume the score would be? Like would it? I don't know. My big, I don't know. He, he wouldn't, he wouldn't win though. He wouldn't win, but you know, he can play ball though. So that's cool. Like when people can't play ball at all, it's like that. We know you missed some pieces of childhood doing, <laughs> doing something. Like, I feel like, especially, you know, in our era, they made us do that. That was like babysitting for a lot of parents. They sent us to go like to play sports, you know what I mean? Or to go outside. And so I, I still have that in me. Like I can, I can do everything. Play pool, swim in the pool. I can do everything. I just, I can't uh, skateboard. I miss that. Has Wayne tried to get you to skateboard? Yeah, he got a um, ramp in the booth in, down at Florida, like in the booth, like a ramp, like in case I guess he gets riders, like skates. I'm not sure what the hell, but I know better. Right. I know better about Bro. that. I know better about broken bones. I know better about the healing process. Mm -hmm. And I ain't got time. As tall as you are, if mm. I ever saw you fall off of any, like, it's you would fall if, like a tower. If, like, if I fell off anything, I'm so cool, I make it look like it's on purpose. <laughs> you gotta know, I'm not finna be sitting oh, somebody come get me. Like, like, if I start down, down. I, go, right. I go to doing the prints. Right. Good, you, <laughs> I won't. You, you know the whole thing, you know. I'm doing that whole thing. So anytime I fall on stage, whatever, it's a part of the show. Yeah. For me, I'm yeah. too cool to like fumble and and do oh, little right. stuff like that. I'm yeah, just too, too cool. cool. I'm just well, way yo, too man, cool. Two chains, too cool. <sighs> too many cool things going on. The uh, pretty girls like trap music tour pops off when? Soon, soon as hell. You need to get your tickets if you can't get it. In your city, look at the city that's right next to yours because maybe you can make it there. Um, and it starts in, I think, the 27th of July and, or, or something like yeah, which is the day after my my mama and daughter's birthday. So I don't know how the hell I'm going to make this happen, but I'm able. I'll be trying to balance the, well, I do balance the family and, and the work stuff. So we're going to do a birthday party. I'm going to catch a jet. I do whatever I need to do. And now, uh, if I wanted to lie to my grandmother and say, hey, I want to take you to see this rapper 2 Chains in his choir, is she, she mad at me when we leave? No, she's going to like it. She's going to say that was a dope experience because at the end of the day, we all have that piece of soul in us and we like to hear we some do. good, we like to hear some good singing. We all went to church. <laughs> we don't hear no singing we no sure more. We sure don't. And then, but yeah, people that, that sing from the deepest part of their diaphragm mm -hmm. and they just and make it really effortless yes. and... uh. And you hear the pain. I'm sorry. I know it's his answer. No, this is you. This is us. This is the artist. This is artist. For like, no, but it's, you know, I don't want to call nobody, you know, out or not out or whatever. You know what I mean? But you know if you can sing or sing. It's, you know if you falsetto or if you sing it from your gut. It's, right, so, not, it's night and day. So yeah. a guy like, uh, let's say, uh, Case. Is Case singing or singing? Mm -mm, don't do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> See, man? This just real issues. What we even here for? Well, 2 Chains, we appreciate you coming up here so early in the morning. We definitely pulling up on the tour. I know it's sold out. Ron, you got us? Absolutely. My Don't man. just be saying that, That's Ron, Ron from Def Jam talking All in the right. background there. definitely just saying it. He That's is, right. ain't he? <laughs> <laughs> One time for the homie 2 Chains, who ironically... 
broke his leg right as he was getting ready to go on tour. The same man who just a few minutes ago said that he wouldn't fall down, and if he did, he would fall down. Cool, ended up in a wheelchair. But here's the cool thing. His wheelchair actually looked cool on tour. Like, doctors told him, yo, don't go on tour. He's like, yo, show must go on. So shout out to 2 Chains. Big shout out to the brat. That was the other voice you heard there holding it down with me during that interview. And this episode's being brought to you by theshirtofthemonth.com. If you're walking around looking for something to wear don't have anything, theshirtofthemonth.com can hold you down. For one flat fee, you get a shirt sent to your crib every month, and it's in your size. They got men and women's sizes, so be sure you check out theshirtofthemonth.com. And thanks for rocking with us on After Hours Podcast, Episode 4. Be sure you subscribe, leave a comment, click like. We out. Yeah.